the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Good for a Weekend, the podcast where two friends talk about Taylor Swift. I'm MK Ashford. And I'm Cressy Cornus. And this is our September Swift Report. So much has happened in this past month. I, if, I mean, if you're listening to a, a podcast about Taylor Swift, then you know that, but we are going to be covering the rumors of Taylor and Travis Kelsey, the rumors of Taylor and Olivia Rodrigo, the Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas saga, the VMAs, the Eras Tour movie, which feels like a lifetime ago, but that was like two weeks ago. Uh, the 1989 from the Volt tracks that were released also feels like a lifetime ago, but that was like four or five days ago and more. I don't believe that that was four days ago. That was at least three <laughs> weeks. So much has been going on. We have lived so many lives. I know. It's insane. So I think the biggest thing on everyone's mind right now, this happened yesterday, but Travis, Kelsey. So there have been rumors that Taylor has been hanging out with NFL football player Travis Kelsey. Travis is 33, also born in 1989, and he is the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Also, I saw today that he has the same birthday as Marjorie. Taylor's grandma. Oh my god, that's cute. Okay. Earlier this month, the messenger reported that Travis and Taylor have been quietly hanging out and that she saw him when she was in New York City a few weeks ago. Following that report, a source told ET that Travis has been into Taylor for a while and definitely has a crush on her. He is a simple guy that is very funny, charismatic, chill, and just loves playing football. You may remember Travis as the guy who tried to give Taylor his phone number via a friendship bracelet at the Eras Tour, which he said on his podcast with his brother, who's also a famous pro football player who plays for the Eagles. The brothers have been asked to confirm if Travis is dating Taylor repeatedly, but they're both saying no comment and evading the question. Okay, so MK, did you believe these rumors before what happened yesterday? No, I was like, they've totally never met each other. There's no way. I thought it was just like playful. I thought maybe they had gotten in contact, but I really didn't believe that they hung out. I was completely neutral. I think someone texted me about it when the messenger uh, report came out and I was like, I really don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> there are things that come out once a week. That's like Taylor's dating so-and-so. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> I Whatever. thought he was being a little thirsty about it. So I was like, yeah. I don't, I think that people are just tagging on to the fact that he's like 
talking about it a lot because he like makes little jokes on the podcast and stuff. And so I thought that people were just picking it up because he's poking fun at it. And I thought he was just like having fun with it because it's silly. But I guess it's not. (laughs) It is not. So uh, who is Travis Kelsey, MK? Well, he's actually pretty famous. He's hosted SNL in March of 2023, and he used to have a dating show on E! called Chasing Kelsey. And he and his brother have a podcast called New Heights. So there are peers. Yeah, basically. Colleagues. Honestly, like the dating show and the stuff, he seems a little messy. I'm not sure, but I think he's a lot older now. You know, maybe he's cleaning up. Yeah, that was almost 10 years ago. He was in his 20s. Weren't we all messy in 2016? Yeah. Listening to Drake, full beat of makeup to go to class. Yeah. So then comes yesterday. This is all rumors. He said, she said, hearsay. And then yesterday, (laughs) I'm driving. Which was Sunday. Sunday was yesterday. Sorry, the 23rd, 4th, 24th. And I am driving to go to a sports bar to watch football (laughs) And um, I get a text and I see she is in the box with his mother. And I was, wow, wow. Like, I I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been that hyped up about Taylor News. Yeah, I was shocked. And then you sent it to me and I also freaked out. Mm -hmm. And I immediately posted it to the GFOS story. I, I was on like red alert. Like I felt like my whole world was changing. So Taylor was in the box yesterday for the Kansas City Chiefs games, sitting game. It's not plural. It's one football game. I understand how sports work totally. Obviously. She was sitting next to Travis's mom. Who actually looks really similar to Andrea. Not that that matters in any way. I just think it's interesting that they look really similar. And he had asked or like mentioned on his podcast that he was extending the invite to her. He said, I saw you do your thing at Arrowhead. You should come see me do my thing at Arrowhead. And kind of cringily, he said, we should see which one gets more lit. (laughs) But he's a millennial. I'll let it pass. Yeah. Uh, So she did. And today there's been, you know, a lot of things going back and forth about whether or not it's very serious. But she did leave with him. They left together. In his convertible convertible. with no security. But I do want to back up a little bit. I want to talk about the game and how she acted. She was chest bumping people. Uh, When Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown, she screamed, let's fucking go. She was drinking. She had a chicken tender with seemingly ranch, which turns into a meme. And ketchup. And ketchup. But seemingly ranch is just ingrained in my brain now. Mm Mm-hmm. And he left with her in an outfit that was titled, God, what was it called? The 1989 Dreamscapes. Yeah. I forgot the name of the company, but that's the title of that clothing line, which. Sorry, company. That thing was ugly. (laughs) Yeah, it was ugly. He definitely did that just because it was a 1989 odd. But I love that. I do love that for her. So then they leave the stadium and they go to a restaurant called Prime Social in Kansas City. And allow me to read you a few excerpts from the Entertainment Tonight's article about this that came out two hours before recording this. 
Quote, a source confirms to E.T. Also butting in, let's remember that E.T. was the one that broke, that Taylor and Joe broke up. So they do have some insider information. They wrote, quote, a source confirms to E.T. that the pair had spent some time together prior to their public debut at Sunday's game, telling E.T., Travis and Taylor have a lot in common and they are having a great time getting to know each other. They have similar values. She likes that he pursued her and it has been easy and exciting for both of them. Having just wrapped up the first leg of her Eras World Tour, the source adds, Taylor is enjoying some time off from touring, and it's been fun hanging out with Travis during this break. Taylor wants a guy that's into his career, does his own thing, but is also supportive and understands her, and Travis fits those qualities. An eyewitness tells E.T., Travis bought out the restaurant for his family and team. Taylor arrived wearing a denim dress and was seen snacking, having some cocktails, and dancing alongside Travis. The two were very affectionate with one another but kept things fun and lighthearted. Travis's teammates also showed up to the after party as well as his mom and dad, Donna and Ed. The party lasted until 2 a.m., end quote. And also within this article, they said that all of a sudden the kitchen staff and like waiters came to everyone's table with boxes and were like, hey, we have a hard close at 8. Here are some drink vouchers. You got to go. This is so interesting because I also saw an article today that she is, quote, focusing on her career and having fun with her girlfriends. But, of course, she was going to accept the invite because it sounded like a fun way to spend a Sunday. Yeah. But this one has more details. So I believe this one. I saw that quote yesterday. I'm wondering if last night went really, really well. And they're like, all right, good statement out now. Because <laughs> it's been Ooh. like a 24 hours Things I've developed because I did see that. I saw that yesterday and I'm wondering if it went really well. And everyone was like, oh, trees going to work. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like today that would have been the quote like, oh, she's just having fun, you know, single girl yeah. summer, even though it's fall. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. OK, so how do you feel about it? It seems like kind of real now. They're at least hanging out, talking, yeah. dating, quote unquote, not officially dating, but they're dating each other and, you know. Not boyfriend, girlfriend, but dating. Here is my official statement. He lets her be jeweled. I did see that. He does let her be jeweled. I also saw a tweet that was like, I don't know how to explain this, but I feel like Travis Kelsey understands that Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. I'm very excited. I think that she needs... Like a good old American boy, you know? Hell like, yeah. This is the vibe because she is always with these like intense artistic guys and she's intense and artistic. And I think it's just too much of the same personality going on. I think she needs yeah. someone to balance her out, lighten her up and be like casual and fun and like maybe a little bit of a ditz. I don't know. Yeah. We love a himbo. We love a himbo. Also performs in sold out stadiums. I mean, I love the 1975, but he's Maddie's not selling out stadiums. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. Joe Allman, what was he doing for six years? Who knows? This guy is on Taylor's level, actually. He gets it. And he's very famous. Like, random people I do not talk to reached out to me. Like, because they know Travis Kelsey and they follow him and keep up with him so well. Yeah. And I love that football fans are getting so annoyed that, like, that's all... NFL is posting about, ESPN is posting about, that's all, the entire team, Patrick Mahomes got asked about it in his post-game interview. That's all anyone's talking about to the men. 
no one's really talking to Taylor about him. No. And I love this role reversal of the way that like a man now, his career is getting erased because of his love life. And that's all that matters. Whereas for her, her career is still kind of like the first thing. Mm -hmm. And I like, it's a really, we're in an age of feminism right now. We're in the Barbie, Taylor Swift, Beyonce summer. Like this is really culminating. Like, this is it. And I'm, like, very excited about it that the men are getting all pissy because this is what Taylor has endured her entire career is questions about her relationship before her work. So take that, men. Completely agree. Very well said. Also, can we talk about the clip of him where he's, like, talking, but you can't, you have to read his lips, where he's like, damn, she's really here, looking up? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. It's so cute. I really hope it's real. And I love now I'm starting to like love that he really publicly pursued her because that's just a sign to everyone. Never back down. Never give up. Follow your dreams. Speak it into existence. Go for it. Manifest that shit. Maybe Taylor will show up. I know. Love it. It's cute. I he gives me a little bit of like player vibes, you know. I, I'm a little apprehensive, cautious, but so I'm hoping Taylor. he's just he's just grown and become a man. I did see that he cheated in his last relationship. I think I saw that in like a random Reddit comment. I don't know if that's true. But also, um let's talk about Taylor's history with cheating. Ooh. So maybe it's fine. You tell him, sister. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's like all we have to say. We have to wait and see. Uh, Do we think it's PR? She's too famous to do PR. Okay. I said that too. I was like, I don't think this could like help her. I think it could help him. And everyone at the table that like wasn't a Swifty at where I was at dinner last night was kind of like, no, like everyone does PR. And he's really famous too. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, okay, maybe I'm just like in my own world of like, yeah, she's getting too famous. But like, I don't think anyone like stops PR. What I do think is that two things can be true at once. Yeah. I think that it could, you know, be beneficial, but that they could also like, like each other. There's nothing, you know, I could see Taylor's team being like, Hey, maybe you should start accepting his invites because people really love him. People did not love the last guy. This would get you on really good graces before the movie with the regulars. Yeah, he's he's very well liked. I don't see how it could be bad for her except for like an overexposure type of thing. But I mean, we're a little past that by now. And I really think two things can be true at once. Haler, a million percent PR. But I really kind of think that they were in love. Have you heard 1989? Yeah. So... I think two things can be true at once. That's my stance. That's a healthy way of looking at it. I definitely have my rose-tinted glasses on right now, and I'm like, they are the cutest couple ever. And also, first American in 11 years. Can we get a USA, baby? We were so USA in our last episode talking about bald eagle screeches, and here we are. You know what? We might have helped manifest this. My pronouns are USA. We are patriots. Our we our high school. What the mascot was the Patriots. So Patriots runs deep. Red, white, and blue, baby. I love that. Oh my god, it's so cute. They're so Americana. Like ah. Anyway. Okay, one last thing on them before we move on to the next topic. I have you seen the way he dresses? Yeah, he's kind of like a white Cam Newton. 
Yeah. If you guys know Cam, uh, dresses very like uh, flamboyant is the right word, but very uh, like colorful, bright, fashionable. Yeah. And uh, he does the same. And I just know if they went to the Met Gala together, he would not wear a boring suit. And I would no, love he that. He is a fashion man. He loves fashion. Yeah. And maybe that's how they can collab on their creative outlets, you know? Like, yeah. he's he's creative in his fashion senses. And she really isn't, so. Like, how out of all of Taylor's ex-boyfriends, have any of them been, quote-unquote, like, fashionable? Well, it depends on who you ask. I think Travis Kelsey's outfits are a little rough. I don't like them, oh, but I, I see what he's them. going for. Yeah, I don't love them either, but he's the there's not many men trying what he's doing. And for that, like, I really respect the hell out of. Like, I don't love it, but I love what he's doing. Yeah. Like, I prefer the way Harry dresses over the way Travis dresses. But, you know, teach their own. And he's he's out there doing it. He's trying. Yeah. He doesn't look like any of his teammates going into the locker room. No. And I like the mustache. I know. I liked his long hair, though. That, like, picture of him when he was younger. Oh my god, he's yeah. beautiful. Well, maybe they will officially date and we'll have to do a Travis Kelsey episode. We'll have to get a football expert expert on here because uh, I don't know anything about football. Me either. Not NFL. Oh, don't know a damn thing. Now, could you? Okay, hold on. Imagine how our worlds would explode if Taylor dated like a former SEC football player. Now that would be too much. Where did he go to college? Do we even know? I looked it up. I've already forgotten. It's nowhere we've been. Not in the SEC, so it's irrelevant to me. Sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry, Sam. Okay. Speaking of relationships, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are currently going through a divorce, and Sophie has been seen going out to dinner with Taylor two nights in a row last week. According to the Daily Mail, so take this with a grain of salt, a source shared that Joe is livid about all of this, saying, quote, Sophie and Taylor are not close. Joe took Sophie to a show of Taylor's and it wasn't even comped. Again, he is who filed for divorce. Read between the lines. End quote. He is pissed that they're becoming friends. This all makes him look so bad. I like, know. He looks so insane. I know. And to be like, and those tickets weren't even free. I paid for them. Like, yeah, so did I. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> that is nuts. And I mean, I don't think they're friends, but they obviously became friendly through fearless tv release and all the things like i think that they were in some sort of contact and like cordial and yeah i don't see them as like two of his exes hanging out like taylor swift is not joe jonas's ex-girlfriend they dated for three months when they were teenagers that is yeah. not an ex they're in their mid-30s like that's not real it's not about like she's his ex-girlfriend it's like they're two famous people like you know what I mean I think they run in the same circles anyway so it's I don't think it's about that I don't think they like gossiped about the divorce and she was like oh yeah I totally know what you're talking about went through that too like no yeah you know it's interesting I think that also is definitely PR though like Sophie was like let me pull out the big guns make people yeah, like me two nights in a row why don't you just call Taylor up yeah I saw this tweet that was like Sophie Turner had the chance to do the funniest thing ever, and she did. <laughs> she did. Yeah, she did. I think Sophie's using it for PR as much as Joe is trying to do his PR stunts, and they're not working, you know? 
Yeah, they are not working. They're just pissing me off. And I say this as a child who was a Joe girl. Like, I was a Joe girl of the Jonas Brothers. Had me posters too. of him on my wall. Always Joe. And I'm Team Sophie on this. Yeah, yeah. And I Definitely. loved him. Seen him? I think I've seen I've seen him twice. I have seen Joe Jonas twice. I have an autograph picture of him, too. And I pick Sophie. Yeah, I mean... I've never even seen the... What's the show called? I've never even seen Game, oh, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones? Yeah, me never either. Never seen it. I don't need to. I don't know. I don't know if I even want to pick sides. It's just sad. It's all sad that they're all doing like so much PR and trying to sway the opinions of people. I just find it like I think divorce is sad. When kids are involved, it's sad. So it's just all around kind of meh. Even though I'm like she did a funny thing. Game respects game. So let's move on to some more drama. People seem to think that Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift are feuding. So this all started last year when ta- – no, two years ago. Oh, my God. Time. Couple this all ago. started about two and a half years ago when um, – before the release of Sour, Taylor and Olivia were linked a few times. Taylor posted about Olivia and how proud she was of her, called her her baby or like I'm a mom and I'm, I say I'm proud or something. I didn't really get the reference, but um, Olivia helped promote Fearless TV when Red came out. Taylor sent her a red ring. So they were clearly friends. They were clearly in communication. Sour comes out. Taylor has credit on Three Steps Forward, One Step Back. She sampled New Year's Day in that song. And then a little bit after the album came out, she retroactively credited Taylor on Deja Vu. And Haley Williams. And Haley Williams, yeah, on Good For You. So... That's when they kind of stopped talking. I feel like no one ever saw them talking about each other or to each other publicly again. That is basically the basis of where people think the beef started. And then Olivia was not invited to be an opener on the Eras tour. Taylor Swift got really close with Sabrina Carpenter, which I don't think is related. I think Taylor's too old to be involved in their like yeah. boy drama. But people are grasping onto it. Olivia didn't go to the Eras tour. Olivia hasn't mentioned Taylor Swift again when she was like a huge inspiration and big start of the beginning of her career. People think that there is beef and there is a new song on Guts, Olivia's latest album called The Grudge that people are pretty sure is about Taylor Swift and about how she feels like their friendship got destroyed. It says something about a phone call in May, which was when Sour was released. So people think it's like the phone call about Deja Vu. What do you think, Cressy? What are we thinking? I mean, something happened. Something happened. But I, it was definitely Taylor's label, Universal, who pursued that credit so hard. And I do think Olivia made a mistake because she did say it was inspired by Cruel Summer. She said the bridge was inspired by Cruel Summer's bridge in an interview. And then I think Universal saw that and they were like, slam dunk, let's go to court, baby. And instead of going through all of that, Olivia's label went ahead and put Taylor on the credit. I just, I can't see Taylor like maliciously doing that, but just the way Olivia has reacted and the way she's kind of like skating around questions about her makes me feel like NDAs were signed. Like, it's just quite odd. So a lot of people have asked Olivia about it. And as you said, she skates around the questions Um, in a Rolling Stone article. She said, quote, I don't have beef with anyone. 
Rodrigo said when asked about Taylor Swift. I'm very chill. I keep to myself. I have four friends and my mom, and that's really the only people I talk to ever. There's nothing to say. There's so many Twitter conspiracy theories. I only look at alien conspiracy theories, end quote. And when she's asked about Taylor, like in that quote you just read, she never says Taylor's name. She never like directly addresses anything, which makes me think maybe an NDA was signed. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we are friends. I love Taylor. It's like, I have no friends. Like she doesn't even say that. She has, I have no friends. Yeah. It's just, it's odd. A lot of people, along with the grudge, I've heard more the grudge, but some people think that vampires about Taylor Swift, which I think is insane. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Fame fucker. Like what? What? (laughs) That makes no sense. It's obviously about an older man taking advantage of a younger girl. Literally the whole second verse is like, you had to go for girls my age because girls your age know better or whatever. Yeah. That has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. But she was asked about it and Olivia said, quote, I was very surprised when people thought that, Rodrigo said. I never want to say who any of my songs are about. I've never done that before in my career and I probably won't. I think it's better not to pigeonhole a song into being about one thing, end quote. See, that's sketchy to not be like, it's not about her. It's just like, I've never said who they're about. Like, again, like, just say her name. Just say it's not about Taylor. Something happened. I know. And I think it might be this. And I think maybe she took it personally because she's really young. I think I could see that happening. Her like feeling like attacked about it and then Taylor just not wanting to get involved. Or maybe she couldn't take her on the tour because of the whole thing. Like I don't really know. But I could see it being literally this situation and Olivia just being kind of young, taking it personally, overreacting. And Taylor just being like, I'm not getting involved in that and kind of like – letting it go I don't know because I feel like the only any of the only other options are kind of Taylor being a little malicious and I don't want to believe that I know because I feel like she hasn't she doesn't have a track record of doing this in the past Taylor and Olivia were clearly friends of some sort they had you know yeah interacted a lot and um, Olivia only had really good things to say about her so the fact that she doesn't even say like oh my gosh no she's still like such an inspiration like she can't even fake that means something definitely happened well if you have any theories on what happened let us know in our discord on a lighter note the heiress tour concert movie has already reached 65 million dollars in ticket sales making it beat the pre-sales for past huge movies like dr strange and the multiverse of madness and the batman following the announcement of the heiress concert movie five films have moved their release date to avoid competing with it including the exorcist believer Ordinary Angels, Dumb Money, What Happens Later, and The Marsh King's Daughter. This is going to be the biggest concert movie ever already. It's already beating the Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus Best of Both Worlds concert, which got $65.2 million in 2008. Justin Bieber's Never Say Never concert movie in 2011, which got $73 million. And Michael Jackson's This Is It, which got $72 million in 2009. These are what those movies have already earned. And people are saying because Taylor, before this movie has even come out, has gotten $65 million, they're going to blow them all out of the water. So yeah, definitely, it's going to be a big moment in pop culture for sure. 
I'm so excited. Like, I love the way girls are getting giddy about this. I went out the other night with like five or six girls and we were all like, so what are we wearing? Are we like dressing casual? Are we going full out? The friendship bracelets. Are we standing? Are we singing? Are we sitting? Like, what are the vibes? And I said, are we all doing vigilante shit on the theater chairs? I think it's a yes, (laughs) obviously. I am very excited. I think especially with this Travis Kelsey stuff, I think a lot of non-fans are going to go just out of curiosity. Yeah. I think this is a lot easier to drag like your boyfriend and your mom and your dad to than the actual concert. So I think it'll have a lot of like rando people going with their Swifty friends. Yeah. At the VMAs last week, Taylor showed up and stunned many people and also turned into several memes with her kind of crazy behavior throughout (laughs) the night. She was drunk. I think she had a few drinks there. Yeah, she looked like she was having a good time. Uh, My favorite was when she tried to get the cup out of the cup holder and everyone was like, (laughs) this is the mind that wrote, you know, like happiness and tolerate it and champagne problems and all that. I loved when she lost her ring. She lost her ring. A $12,000 vintage ring. Yeah. Yeah. Just lost it and had everyone looking around for it. She found it. Just eh, not a big deal to her, I guess. Relatable things. I know. She was dancing, and, like, I feel like whenever she would touch Ice Spice or grab her, Ice Spice looked, like, shocked. (laughs) She was definitely something, and she was dancing and singing to every artist, as she always does, blowing lots of kisses. What did you think of her outfit? I liked it. I know a lot of people were, like, a little iffy about it. I think the styling could have been better, but I thought she looked hot in the dress. Like, it was a nice nice look. I agree. The styling was a little off for me. I loved everything else about it, but, um... I definitely needed a red lip and the mullet, mullet situation was with her hair was not it. Mm-mm, that was weird. But if those two things were changed, it would be a, a very gorgeous look. But the after party dress. Oh my God. I considered getting that dress. I think we all did. It was like $400, yeah. but I was like, if I pay 10 or... I don't even know how much, like how many dollars a month for the next year on Afterpay. I could have the dress. <laughs> I've like really considered it. It's so cute. It's stunning. I know. She looks good in it. And uh, Sabrina Carpenter has the same one. So either yeah. she borrowed it or she bought the same one because she saw Sabrina wearing it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. Both for her. very cute options. But she did win nine total awards out of the 11 that she was nominated for. Antihero won Video of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Pop Song, Best Cinematography, and Best Visual Effects, and Midnight's won Album of the Year. She was also awarded Best Director and Show of the Summer for the Airs Tour. So she now has 23 VMAs total, putting her behind only Beyonce's 30. Congrats, Taylor. Okay. Are you guys out of breath yet? We've talked about so many things. We still have one more thing left. Here we go. 1989. This feels like a lifetime ago. This genuinely feels like this happened so long ago. I'm losing track of time. Yeah. So the From the Vault tracks have been released. They were released through puzzles on Google. Uh, MK, did you do any of the puzzles? I would like to plead the fifth. They were so fun. I did. I did like a dozen or so, and I had a blast. It was so fun. You did what? Like a dozen or so. I thought you said a thousand. I was like, oh, no. oh my god! No, I have a job. No, I did these yeah, before bed I until like... I got sleepy, and I was like, "That's enough for me." And then whenever I woke up, it was like unlocked. Um, 
I was it 33 million. That's was how many puzzles. Um, yeah, 33. 33 million puzzles had to be completed for the from the Volt tracks to be released. So it took about a full day for us to reach that amount. I did contribute, unlike MK. I know. I don't remember what was happening that day, but I was like not having a good day or something because I was like, I can't. Yeah. Like I couldn't even open it. I was like, I can't even get into this right now. But before the Google thing happened, she had posted that Vault video thing that she posted for Fearless and Red. Not speak now because she shafted it. But she only posted like one title coming out of the vault with the letters L S T and U and an exclamation point and everyone was wondering is it lust or slut and i think we were <laughs> was all hoping slut. for slut yep and boy did we win yes yeah, so the from the vault tracks are slut and slut interestingly is in quotation marks we'll, we'll touch on that later uh say don't go now that we don't talk suburban legends and is it over now okay let's let's circle back to slut what do you think about the quotation marks is this someone calling her a slut is she shouting slut i think someone's calling her a slut yeah and i think we're gonna get a little freaked by harry styles yeah. where it sounds fun and crazy and i think it's gonna be really depressing and sad i hope it's not i know me too but it totally is going to be but god like a fun slut anthem after I, I mentioned if, like a probably a dozen episodes back, I was like, I want her to be in her slut era. She probably heard that and was like, oh, I got that in the vault. Let's pull it out. Yeah. I am excited about slut apprehensive. The rest of them, not really giving me anything crazy. Suburban Legends, that's an interesting name. I don't understand Say Don't Go. Don't get it. I'm going to have to hear it to understand. And I'm like, what does that mean? It might be another that's when just it's vibes not really english you know yeah i am so confused that there are no um features no features i think we're gonna get features after the fact like we did with midnights with uh ice Weiss. do you think it's gonna be the double feature album i'm not sure about that but i do think like a day later that Friday, maybe she's gonna be like, "Surprise! There's a Kendrick Lamar version and a Nicki Minaj remix. If you go to my store and you buy this within 24 hours, so that she will definitely hit a million sales that first week. Because I, I think she's really gunning to hit a million. She's on track for sure with the four vinyl variants, but I, I think she's got another trick up her sleeve to make sure this outshines the original sales. Do you think more vault tracks are going to come? Do you think extra songs? I think it has to be. I cannot believe she has actually said she wrote the most songs for 1989 and then gave us the least amount of vault tracks. I something's something's coming. There's no way. There's only five. I don't know. I kind of feel like these are just going to be remixes, knowing her and how much she loves her freaking remixes. Yeah, no one else does. But um, I would love some more stuff. I would love it. I am hoping for like some sort of double album, more features, more vault tracks, something. I need something. I think she's going to want to keep it tight, though, so people keep listening to it over and over, and that counts as more streams and sales. I think she's really like gunning for the numbers with this re-record, unlike any of the other ones before. I think she is going for number one. I think she wants to outsell the original, I uh, and I think as the tighter she keeps it, the more people will listen on loop. 
so far, at least with the rollout, she's been doing very similar rollout to Midnight's, which was mm-hmm. a, a completely new standalone album. So I think she I think she also is really like gunning for something big with this. This is, I think, clearly her favorite album she's ever made because it was the most popular, you know, how she is. <laughs> I you know, I think that that's what she's doing too. So to wrap up, we do have some shout outs. Thank you to Katie, Megan, and Ross for buying us more coffees. Katie said, love you gals. Been here since almost day one, and I really appreciate the Save Taylor space you've created for us. Thank you, Katie. Megan said, proud of y'all for working so hard to make GFOG great. Heart hands emoji. Love you, girls. We love you too, Megan. And Ross said, looking forward to the next GFOG episode. Well, here it is, Ross. You got it. We're here doing it, and it's big. <laughs> this is a big Swift report. I think it is because they're normally like 20, 30 minutes long, right? Oh, yeah. We're rocking at 40. Oh, jeez. I know. You got your work cut out for you, for you, MK. Eh, it'll be fine. We're professionals. And I wanted us to have time to talk about seeing the 1975 live. Oh, my God. Stop. It was so good, you guys. We can't tell everyone. We cannot tell these weekenders that we're Maddie Healy apologists. I am a fan of the 1975, not a Maddie Healy. I saw his little hips moving up there. (laughs) He was so cute. He was the best performer, for sure, that we saw. Why was he so attractive in person? Like, I've always thought he looked like such a rat. But, oh, my God. Yeah, he is not photogenic. Let believe us when we say he looks fine in person. He's got charisma. He actually looks fine in person. He's beautiful. Uh, through your phone, yeah, he's ugly. But we got it. I mean, we didn't see his teeth up close, but yeah, that's probably yeah. We didn't see the mouth. <laughs> yeah, we're so American. Oh my god, I thought he was so good. We also saw Niall Horan and Billie Eilish. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else is like into that, but they were great too. We went to uh, Music Midtown. It's this like small little fall festival my hometown puts on. It's in the park that's by my house, so it's really precious and cute. And yeah, I know it's really really small and casual. Yeah. yeah, it's like a very Gilmore Girls vibe. Some like local names come out and play. Yeah, like Billie Eilish. Yeah, it's like really wholesome. There's some fireworks. Yeah. It, was actually, it actually was pretty wholesome. It was fun. It was wholesome. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it because I don't like festivals at all. But I think because we were so close to my house, I felt safe. <laughs> like I didn't feel stuck. The vibes were chill. Everyone was really chill. I don't know. I thought it was fine. I was nervous yeah. about it. I've never been to a festival. It didn't seem like my thing. But everyone was like respectful and casual. And oh my gosh, I've never seen so many people at a single music event for Billie Eilish. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a lot of people. It was kind of scary. Yeah, it it was like making me feel like, I don't know what the word is, not claustrophobic, but like weird about like I'm tiny in the sea of people. You know what I mean? Like I'm a speck of dust in the universe. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. So MK visited me for this in Atlanta, and I am going to visit MK in Orlando next month. For 1989 TV. For 1989 so excited we're having a little party so we'll document it yes so i think that covers everything you'll hear from us again in two weeks with our next episode and hopefully nothing crazy happens in between then because this was a lot to cover i know i like so much has been going on but i mean like 
there's next week, and then the next week is the movie. So it's just, it's going to be a crazy couple months. I thought you were going to be like, and then there's another week, and then another week. It's like, yeah, we are living. And they just keep coming and they don't stop coming. So if you want to connect with us, all of our social links are in our show notes. Our link tree is there. And if you want to buy us a cup of coffee to help us stay awake during our crazy research for this entire episode, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash GFA weekend. (laughs) We're going to go lay down now. Bye.